0: Love Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Wellness Wednesday, everyone. I'm Annette Bingham, and I've got Sasha Humphreys here. Hello, Sasha. Hello, Annette. How are you today? Doing good. Um, you know, <laughs> Glad let everybody to have you know, back today. Yes, let's 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 <laughs> talk about this week, shall we? Um, <laughs> yes, let's,
1: let's do. We shall. <laughs>
0: I I realize. Today that on Sunday I put the wrong information on our Tech Radio show page about what the topic was today. Um, And then Monday our studio started cutting out uh, and it was continuing to do that. So we're going to try to get that fixed or figure out what to do. And then yesterday I tried to call in and Verizon who my phone is with had a huge outage here in the Dallas area, mm-hmm. so I had no cell service. I had nothing, and then um, yesterday was just a weird day anyway. So this week has really been fun. Yeah. So you're gonna yeah you're gonna have to just bear with us today because what's happening is. I've dialed into the host number, and I'm hearing Tasha cut out, and I'm not able to hear everything. So please bear with us, um, and we're going to try to figure this out as quickly as possible. Um, yeah, Blog Talk Radio has got some explaining to do. Yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna get with that. So your week has been good, though, Tosh.
1: It has. It has been good, and um, I want to apologize to Dr. Charlotte Dunham. Yesterday, I have been accusing my phone as well as her phone of cutting out. It actually was not either of our phones. It was uh, Blog Talk Radio, so I apologize for that. But she was great, and it was an awesome show. And she gave us some great information. So, um, you know, I hope everybody tuned in and was able to hear what she had to discuss. It was. It was really important. Uh, she talked about. Daughters, Mothers, and Dementia Care. And, and you can catch that episode if you miss it. Uh, you can go to our page on Blog Talk Radio, Girl Power Half Hour, and you can listen to any of the archived episodes, and so her broadcast is on there as well.
0: And if you look at our uh, Facebook page, we are over 100 likes. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And um, I'm sure Tasha had a lot to do with that.
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> harassing people and threatening them.
1: um yes threatening that's, that. that's, that's it right there <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um yeah we're over 100 likes so i i haven't talked to tasha about this but when we get to 200 likes can we do a prize would yes, let's. That, i <laughs> would love to do that yeah so we'll we'll tell you so Share the page, get everybody on there, and when we hit 200, we're going to give a prize, and there'll be certain stipulations on how we do that. So um, you're going to have to keep looking at the page and and make sure you follow us closely on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. I was really thrilled you do. when we hit over 100. It yeah. went up really quick.
1: Well, you so know, today, my threats are intense. They
0: are. You're pretty intense.
1: (laughs) You really are. (laughs) And you could get your two
0: killer dogs after people.
1: (laughs) Mr. Pickles and Precious. Yes. Yes, oh, well. They have to say
0: their names. (laughs) It it really doesn't do for the image. Um, They just love you to death. (laughs) Well, today we were going to talk about five simple things to a happier life, but um, I ran across something today that says uh, the article was 10 simple things you can do today that will make you happier. It's backed by science, which I loved because, you know, we need, everybody needs a little bit of science behind things because a lot of people say, oh, well, meditation is nothing, but scientifically it is. But I thought we would talk about some of these and some of the studies that they've done, and it's really, really fun. Um, The first one was exercise more. And they're, well, that's a no-brainer. But they're saying seven seven minutes might be enough, which Hmm. intrigued me. So they're talking about exercise having a really profound effect on our happiness and well-being, and they did a a a study and there were three groups of patients being treated for depression and they either had medication exercise or a combination of the two oh. now my thinking was okay the combination of the two would probably yield the best result right wrong
1: wow really they,
0: yeah They all experienced similar improvements to, you know, their levels of happiness. But in the end, it said that those that had taken the medication alone, 38% of them had slipped back into depression with medication alone. Mm -hmm. Those that did a combination of the two, of medication and exercise, Mm -hmm. what do you think the percentage was?
1: Oh gosh! i don't know
0: thirty one percent relapse
1: rate Wow, wow,
0: okay now, here's the shocker. The one that came from just the exercise group
1: uh-huh,
0: take a wild guess at their rate of relapse
1: twenty six percent
0: nine percent
1: wow, that's awesome.
0: Only nine percent relapsed into depression.
1: Wow! So I that thought a lot for exercise.
0: It does. I was so excited about that because you know oh. I started my exercise program. <laughs> yes, and uh, and I do feel like um I do feel like I've got a better outlook, and yeah. I do feel like I'm a little happier. So good. Exercise, exercise,
1: exercise. Yes, and I don't know um, if you can hear me, still, but if you can, <laughs> um, <laughs> if, you know when when. <laughs> just going to keep asking that. When people uh, do exercise, like I said on the past show, it actually does raise your dopamine levels, especially when you're running, which is what you're doing. It releases the endorphins. Dopamine, which is your natural happy drug. That's what your body makes naturally to keep you happy. When you're depressed, your dopamine levels are too low. When you're happy, your dopamine levels are balanced. And so it really does raise your dopamine levels, so that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I love it. Um, so I was shocked when I read that. Now, this is another no-brainer. Sleep more. But it's not yeah. necessarily for the reason you think. If you get more sleep, you'll be less sensitive to negative emotions.
1: Oh. really wow, right
0: <laughs> right So what oh. they did is they um they did an experiment on get this, sleep deprived college students. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few of those around,
1: yes, yeah. for many reasons.
0: And they tried to memorize a list of words and they could remember about eighty one percent of the words with negative connotation, like cancer. But uh-huh. they could only remember thirty one percent of the words with positive or neutral connotation like sunshine or basket. Hmm. So yeah. Wow. So we need to get more sleep so that we can look on the sunny side of life
1: a little easier. I'm- I'm all for more sleep. I'm all for that. Oh, I know you
0: are. And I, I <laughs> probably I probably get the least amount of sleep between the two of us. And I keep saying it because did. I'm old. And I, I'm, I'm old, and I don't need as much. So <laughs> I look back at my grandparents and great grandparents, and they didn't sleep a lot. Uh, <laughs> so, but so if we sleep more we're going to have a better outlook because we're going to recognize those things that are good and happy, more positive. Um, There's a lot more study with this. So I'm going to post this on our Facebook page um, because I just think it's fascinating. Yeah, that's Um, awesome. One that was just kind of interesting was move closer to work. A short commute is worth more than a big house. And I, I, I didn't read all that, but I think it has to do with the stress levels of getting to work and sure, uh, uh, yeah. Because it's, for some people who live, and I know here in the Dallas area, there are people that drive two hours to work and home, right. two hours there and two hours back. I can't yeah. imagine doing that, only because no. they want to live in a different area.
1: Right, and, and it's eating up their it's eating up their private that time. If you can, right.
0: If you can move closer to your work and have less of a commute, you'll be happier because you're not under that stress of a commute and then spend time with friends and family. don't regret it on your deathbed they were uh they did a report, and um what it boiled down to was that the one thing that really matters in life are relationships to other people. And that is so true. Relationships is everything. Whether right. it be, you know, whether you have a big family, whether you have a small family, whether you have lots of friends, or, you know, spend time with those people that you enjoy spending time with. Um, and And those people who... Do that. Then talk friends and family. They seem to thrive more as they become older, which is is really interesting to me. Yeah. Okay. The next one is this is a no brainer too. You and I talk about this all the time, Tasha. Go okay. outside.
1: Yes. Very I mean, this is
0: Max. Yes. Happiness is maximized, and I don't know what degrees this is in Fahrenheit because I didn't have time to look it up, but (laughs) 13.9 degrees Celsius, whatever that is, um, it says that if you make time going outside on a nice day and spend about 20 minutes outside in good weather, it doesn't only boost your mood, but it broadens your thinking and improves working memory. Wow.
1: Um, That's awesome. And and let me just jump in and say that 13.9 degrees Celsius is 57.02 degrees Fahrenheit. 57? Yes. 5.7, yes. Well,
0: see, we don't (laughs) need all that hot weather. No, we don't. And I'm
1: very happy to know that. (laughs) That <laughs> explains why I'm so happy in the fall and winter, yes.
0: I know, I know, me too.
1: <laughs> so if, you
0: know, 20 minutes is really a short enough time to spend outside, and, and you could easily do that every day, at least every other day. You know, sitting out right. on the patio or going for a walk, which combines the exercise and the nature. Um, yeah, sitting out on the lawn, going to a park, whatever, Um, 20 minutes is not that much. And not only will it boost your mood, but it will broaden your thinking improve working memory. I think that is absolutely amazing.
1: It's awesome.
0: I love science. Um, (laughs) Me too. Especially when it starts proving some of these things.
1: You know that... Right, that we've already talked about. Yeah, we
0: keep telling people about this. And they're going, well, where's the science behind it? Boom, here it is, folks. Um, Read it and weep. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's great. All right. So... Number six is help others. And it says that 100 hours a year is a uh, magical number. So about two hours per week is Uh the optimal time we should dedicate to helping others in in order to enrich our lives, too. Nice. And researchers interviewed uh, more than 150 people about their recent purchases, and they found that money spent on activities Like concerts and group dinners out brought far more pleasure than buying things like shoes, television, expensive clothes, watches, and spending money on other people uh, called pro-social spending also boosts Mm -hmm. happiness.
1: Nice.
0: I think that is so cool.
1: I love that. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, helping others, you know, either spending money on them or volunteering to help others, sure. That's going to help with your happiness. And there's a big long part of that among, you know, helping others and oh, really yeah. kind of a cool thing. Um, also, practice smiling. Now, Obviously, you know, we sometimes we smile to fake it. <laughs> Just so we can get right. through something. But mm-hmm. real smiling can alleviate pain. And it's really yes. effective when we back it up with a positive thought.
1: Interesting.
0: And so as a, in
1: like if you have if if you're I'm not a fake smiler. I can't. If I'm not happy, uh-huh. I'm not going to smile. I have to be congruent, but when, I, but I smile a lot. You know me. I, I smile uh-huh. pretty much all the time, but I am backing it up with a positive feeling or a positive thought. It's not necessarily something I consciously try to do, but I'm aware that when I smile, there's something, you know, some little warm and fuzzy in there that's causing me to do that. Um I'm wondering because I've always heard laughter is the best medicine. So if someone is not accustomed to smiling, I have a friend, Wes Nessman, We've talked about him numerous times. He runs FMX, the radio station, local radio station. Hi,
0: was. He,
1: yeah, I was. He even wrote a, a, a blog about how he hasn't smiled in years. He doesn't smile often, um, and it's interesting. You should read it. It's at kfmx.com, but. Um, it's interesting to me if someone has not smiled in a long time and they've gotten out of practice, and you and I both know that you do need to be congruently smiling and just walking around faking it. I mean, you may have to do that for a while to get used to it, but what right. would you suggest to them as a thought to bring to mind that might cause them to smile genuinely? Well, I think it's going
0: to be individual. You know, it's going to be different for each individual. But right. Now, you and I kind of disagree in this because Mm -hmm. I really do feel like sometimes we just have to smile whether we feel like it or not. And it's not for the other person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying smiling because it does, and I know this for a fact, it does make you feel better even when you're faking it. And what they're saying is they, they say to practice like real smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where your eyes get involved, you know, where you, you know, get that little crunch in your eyes, little scrunchy eyes, and you're smiling. And so smiling that way, um, and and really a, a good thing is just when you're in a situation and you know you need to smile and you really don't want to, um, but you're going to anyway, in order to get that really good feeling, I would have some little memory that you can go back to just during a meditation or just thinking it out. What is one memory that you can think about to help you through that? And it might be the birth of a child. It might be um, a promotion. It might be your first kiss. It might be, you know, Whatever but just to have that stored away that you can just pull up in an instant to help you get to that feeling place. And I think that's going to be important to do. Just have that one little thing. And I I can can smile. I I can bake it like the the best of them, you know. Um, (laughs) I can. But I don't do it for anybody else but me. Right. If I'm, And I'm really, um, my facial emotions show really badly sometimes. So I have to be very careful because people can kind of look at me and go, oh my gosh, she is really ticked off or she is
1: thinking, <laughs> you know.
0: So I have to be very careful. So I think that's why I am more likely to fake it than not, because I don't want, I, I want to feel good, and I know I don't feel good if I'm in a bad place. Yeah. So find that one little thought, find that one little image in your head that you can remember. Um, okay. This one was a surprise. Plan a trip, but don't take one. What? <laughs> what, it, what they're saying is, in this study, the effect of a vacation anticipation boosted mm-hmm. happiness for eight weeks. Eight whole weeks after the vacation, happiness quickly drops back to baseline levels for most people. So.
1: Okay, you're going to gonna have to explain this one a lot more because I don't really understand why you would know in your head that you're planning a vacation that you're not going to take. And that that would somehow raise it if you know that only the anticipation of a vacation you would actually be taking is actually going to work when you know for a fact in your head you're not taking this vacation. Okay. You're just planning. So
0: we're going to, most of us plan vacations pretty much short-term, you know. Right. Um, next week I'm going to go camping or two weeks I'm going to go here or, you know, pretty short-term. And what they're saying is if you you can't take the time to take a vacation right now or mm-hmm. even a night out with friends, put it on the calendar. Put something on the calendar, even if it's a month or a year away. And then that anticipation of, you know, you can keep planning up until that time. Right. So you eventually will take it, but you're not going to take it right away. Okay. And it can be a year down the road. But that anticipation of it is what really um, brings that mood up, which I love planning trips. Sure. Um And that would be, you know, so if you need a boost, plan a trip, even if you can't take it right now.
1: And put it on the calendar. I I, I, I do like the idea of taking your calendar and looking at it just, I mean, looking at a date far out and planning a trip that's kind of a dream trip for you. And whether it comes to fruition or not, planning it. And then let's say, because I think I would fear that there would be some letdown if I realized I wasn't actually going to go. But, like, if, if you were to plan it and then say, give yourself, like, some leeway, okay, like, if I get to this time and I really can't go, then I can move the date forward and I can continue to plan sure. and I can continue to save. And that can just right. be something that I'm I'm going to do at some point. I love it.
0: I love it. Yeah. Keep it going. Just keep a calendar and mark it down. Now, on mindfulness mondays we talk about meditation a lot. So, number nine was meditation. And it rewires your brain for happiness. Um, You know, people talk about it as being an important habit. It improves your focus, clarity, and attention span. and keeps you calm. But it turns out that it's also very useful for improving your happiness. And there was a research team from Massachusetts that did brain scans of 16 people before and after they participated in just an eight-week course on mindfulness meditation. Hmm. And they concluded that completing the course um, in parts of the participants' brains associated with compassion and self-awareness, those parts grew. And the parts associated, now this is really cool, the parts associated with stress shrink.
1: Ooh, I like that. Yay. So yeah. is
0: it any wonder why when you watch somebody like the Dalai Lama? Right. And he doesn't get really stressed about stuff. And why? Because he's been practicing meditation his whole entire
1: life. He's also extremely compassionate.
0: Very compassionate, very open. Mm-hmm. And so People who regularly practice mindfulness meditation, which means I need to be more mindful of doing that consistently, mm-hmm. um, they become more compassionate. They become happier. uh, They're more self-aware. And they get less stressed. I mean, how much better is that?
1: Yeah, it doesn't and get there, much there, better than less stressed. I need that. No. I need that a
0: lot. And it, Yeah, and it says that it literally clears your mind and calms you down, and it's been proven to be the single most effective way to live a happier life.
1: Oh. Wow. Wow. So, so mindfulness Mondays are important, aren't they, Annette? <laughs> they are very important, people. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> and the last
0: one I know we're running out of time quickly here but the last one is practice gratitude it increases oh, I love both that. happiness yeah, it increases both happiness and life satisfaction
1: mm-hmm. there was
0: an experiment where participants took notes of things that they were grateful for each day and their mm-hmm. moods were improved, improved just from this simple practice so can you imagine if you kept a regular gratitude journal?
1: Well, you and know, Oprah suggested, a, Oprah suggested a gratitude journal on her show uh, quite a few times, talked about it often. So I agree. I think it's a great idea.
0: So, you know, keep a just be aware of things that you're grateful for during the day. And it can be as small as, I didn't have to wait in line at the grocery store or I found a closed parking spot, or, you know, whatever. But Mm -hmm. keeping a gratitude journal or just – it doesn't even have to be a journal. It can just be you think of something and you jot it down. The simple act of writing it down really helps cement it into your your mind. And that's what we need to do. We need to be more aware and more grateful of the things, you know, And getting more sleep will help you do that because you think of more positive things.
1: Right. Cool. This
0: all ties together.
1: I love it. It Um, all fits together. It all works together.
0: So it's really important for us to be happy. And these were just 10 really simple ways to do that. But it also is backed by science, which I think is really cool. And I'm going to post this on our Facebook page because I think it's a really good read. And we just kind of highlighted parts of the 10. And I haven't even read the whole thing top to bottom yet. Um, I've just really gone in and and highlighted the things that stood out to me. But I think it's just awesome. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, that these 10 simple, simple things will help us be more, you know, we'll be happier, more compassionate, more self-aware, less stress. So I challenge homework. I challenge everybody <laughs> to pick one of these things for the rest of the week. And when we come back to Wellness Wednesday, I'd love for you to post it on our Facebook page, which one you picked underneath this this article, read it, pick one, and then once you pick it, you know, write down how you're doing. Keep this posted because we want to know. And Tasha, it's been fun today.
1: It has. I've enjoyed it. I thank you for all the information you gave us. It was really important. I needed to hear all of that as well.
0: Well, I loved it. I I just loved reading it. I'm so glad I found it before we went on air um, because I did feel like it was Very important. So friend us on our Facebook page, and we will be back tomorrow with Thoughtfulness Thursday. And we're going to be talking about a really powerful woman, uh, Georgia O'Keeffe. And I thought we might even touch on Diana Nyad. Oh, I love it. If you don't know who she is, tune in tomorrow, and we will Mm. definitely talk a little bit about her. Two very, very powerful women. So we will see you and talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.